This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. And uh, Julio Show, my talk about seven one, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us as uh, we kick off hour number three of today's radio program. Well, mm. you know, we just thought uh, really uh, we needed to replay some audio yes. of me yes. prowling around. Well, basically, starting we Julia orders me to make my first video last year. I took it of you as we were. Sweating balls. It was so hot in yes. LA because it was a couple of weeks later, and you did the well. Here's the glamorous life, and you yes. showed up your briefcase and the recording device that I never pressed, and um, and the one that we completely forgot this year. Yes, that's right. And your shoe. I mean, you do it so yes. now, but this year you're just like you're going to do this. I did. I've, I've got Insta things to do. And- I'm telling you, the extra demands of this job, besides just talking and reading. No. So anyway, this Rocco <laughs> just stitched together some random things Thoughts. as we were waiting for everything to get going. Yes. Okay. So here we go. You, I have it right from the top of the Do show. It. Is Perfect. that okay? All right. Oh, oh like that? Welcome, Lori and Julia. Show. Well, we're Watch really going to listen. Want everything I can skip ahead. Yes, please okay, do, Donnie. My so goodness. So we feel a little bit more refreshed than usual, Donnie. So that's good. Yeah, it's good for everybody. It's good for everybody. Oh yes. So um, here we are. Yeah. But, but we Donnie, really did what? have I just just many okay, okay. Hang on a second. Right. I didn't know uh, what, what you wanted. Oh. I mean, should we just start with the <laughs> random musings okay. that are happening in the press room? With because the red we gotta carpet. keep it yes. like, so, set up yesterday. Okay, so so we you this gotta skip this. Skip. Oh, skip. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. Well, I, I cannot believe you... how we speak two different languages sometimes. Yeah. Completely. Julia mm-hmm. said the first segment. This is the first. No, segment. no, no, yeah. no. I said that's the, okay. The that's recording. Okay. Yeah, just the recording. But we, it is like we're speaking different languages. Just saying, you know. Yeah. Italian, French, and I, English. I, apparently, I misunderstood what you wanted. No, with the thing that Rocco stitched together for you yesterday of all of that. That is what he stitched together yesterday. No, it isn't, Donnie. Did stop, you too. Okay. <laughs> but see how the languages are not even uh, speaking? It's like making me crazy right now. Um, it, Donnie, anyway, uh, you okay. know what it is. You got it yesterday from Rocco in, in the beginning of our show, and it was an email of nine okay, different uh, recordings. That, that yes, did. it was Julia's asking a question, Brad, Jen, all that stuff. Right? Okay, I'll, let me see if I can find something. That's no, okay. Donnie, it's... What? No, it, don't. 
I'm going it's to... It's Lori's musings, honey. It, yeah, it, that's It's okay. just Lori's musings. I thought that's what we were just hearing. That wasn't your musings? Well, we haven't gotten to it we yet. We were talking about the nine little recordings that I made where I'm so professional, I start everyone with, okay, okay, okay. so now, okay. Did you notice that real professional? And you were doing it. It was funny because we were sitting there. I was sitting next to... um. Oh, Jeannie Wolf, Hollywood. Yeah. And her, um, the gentleman that she's worked with for years. That old guy is not that friendly. Oh, I thought he was nice. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought he was nice. I mean, we've seen him every year for 15 but damn years. Well, she's listening in her headset to the streaming red carpet, and you're right behind us. So here's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> is it the one that you start with getting burgers at the doghouse? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I misunderstood here. Do you want to hear that? I, Lori's laughing at me. Yeah, okay. Donnie. I this, have it. I have it. This is Surprise. the musings. This is the rambling. I got it. This I is supposedly the reason they send us, like, you know, to go and try and talk to somebody okay. and go have some kind of an adventure. Here we go. Lori's <laughs> musings. So we're getting burgers at the doghouse at, at USC. I've already taken off my glittery pumps because. Well, just because, and I have my tennies on, and I look like a complete and total dork. All right, so that's the glamour shot report. It's open, you guys. So we're backstage at the Screen Actor Guild Awards, and we're trying to find somebody who's in charge of something, but is all we're finding are people who are like us in charge of nothing. The camera keeps blinking out. Okay, Lily Reinhardt is here. I got to get to work. Okay, so we still can't find anyone to um, figure out the camera uh, so we can be watching the red carpet. So right now we can hear it. We can see it on people.com. We're kind of going crazy. Um, And uh, so that's it. Oh, my God. The media room. We are in absolute shock that Jennifer Aniston is wearing white. Repeat. Jennifer Aniston is wearing white, not a black dress. And uh, she's zipping out, but in, in a good way. Christina Applegate does not look happy to be there. I think it's because she's wearing a Rorschach. Rorschach? Bladder? You know, one of those things they make you take the test. Tell me what you see in this picture. I think that's why she's crabby. We love, love, love Kristen O'Hara, or Catherine O'Hara's dress in Tangerine. Um, Okay, so now uh, what else do we want to update you? It's, uh, the carpet hasn't gotten all the way busy. Winona Ryder is here, and uh, she and Helena Bonham Carter are kind of um, just looking like, um, you know, goth chicks extraordinaire okay okay uh i'm done um uh trying to track somebody down to do the corrections that need to happen in the press room right now people are getting sick of me yes, and uh you know i don't want to wear up my welcome but geez louise um nobody's in charge of anything i should be we should be able to sneak into the party tonight all right i'm gonna try one more person <laughs> Okay, here's some red carpet thoughts. Bobby Cannavale looks so handsome. Michelle Williams is very, uh, she looks a lot more pregnant than she did two weeks at the Globe. Nicole Kidman wearing navy blue, which is very unusual, and Veronica Lake waves. And uh, Charlie Theron, fire the stylist, fire the hairdresser. Uh, this is Dior. 
she is representing. We can't Not anymore, though, I don't think. Anyway. Um, she runs she. Yeah. And then who's... Uh, there's one other one. Okay, it's showtime. The show is starting, and Courtney Vance is welcoming everybody. It's time to move up to our new seats. Brad Pitt is talking. We're dying. We're dying. We're dying. dying. Okay, there you go. I know. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Just ridiculous. The, uh, you know, I hope B. Arthur, maybe we shouldn't have found that. But Donnie, that was what we were. I I know. I just talking. Obviously, I didn't grasp. That's yeah, usual. no, we okay. like I said, it was literally <laughs> like speaking other languages. If we, you know what I mean, yeah, we do we, sometimes. We don't always yeah. have shorthand. Now, I did like this little nugget, and I noticed you picked up on it too. Okay, and I think it was um, Access Hollywood maybe got this little gem because the Today Show was able to use it in one of their clips, and it was the gal asking Leonardo. DiCaprio, because if you remember, Luke Perry had a short yes. cameo in Once Upon a Time yes, he did. in Hollywood yes. in that movie. And uh, I thought Access, I watched all of the shows. Okay. Entertainment, E, E.T., I mean, Entertainment Tonight, uh, and Extra, or Access at Night, it's a... What time is that on? It's like, I don't know, but it's a different, uh, the the red carpet people, it was not, ki- you know, kid. Kit. It wasn't Scott. It was kind of different. I don't know. I did thought, you like it? I liked it. You liked their coverage? The best. All right. That's good I to mean, know. I mean, I just thought they did good. Whoever this sort of pretty, attend- she got a good thing out of Brad. I, mean, I wish it was a fashion, please. I mean, I miss. Yes, no, it's real, real lame. But here's, uh, so the Today Show had this, and it's Leonardo DiCaprio was starstruck by this actor while filming Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We've got one more story about a celebrity being starstruck. Believe it or not, Leonardo DiCaprio, speaking to Variety at the SAG Awards, Leo talked about his time on the set of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with the late actor Luke Perry and how special it was to work with a 90210 star. He was so incredibly kind. I was incredibly starstruck when he walked into the room. You were. He was so iconic in, 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 in school and in junior high. He was the modern-day James Dean to all of us. And then I got, when I saw him across the room, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting to work with this guy that really? all of my friends thought was the coolest dude in the world. But... All you hear is passion. You know, he's talked about Luke quite a bit. And so that was cool Mark Malkin. And I don't know if yeah. you saw him prowling around backstage in his, his multi in his suit. And yes, everything. I did. But he got a, a good things. And then the access lady got, uh, she was like just blatantly flirting with Brad and talking about how oh, a couple outlets, oh. we don't have no, it, don't but have how that. a couple outlets had thought they had amazing chemistry together. Now, maybe that outlet was Access Hollywood, and they spread the story themselves. I love that. But, but well, they were, you, we had chemistry with him. Uh, Julia, I mean, you know, in our minds we did, for sure. And he we, he did smile and crinkle his eyes at us, you know. You when he came in? You. When and he came in, when he and, when came he, in and, when he left. and when he left. And the last time we saw him on the SAG Awards, when we showed him George Clooney's picture, his first picture, yeah. remember your friends? Yes. Yes. The gay Cheryl that Cheryl. gave it to us? Mm-hmm. And he pointed his finger and I said, where'd you get yeah. that? Just, you know, so, I mean, we've not seen they, him backstage. No, he haven't. seemed so happy to be backstage and wandering around. Yes, he did. All right, All right. so... All right, it's time to go. It's time to go. We've got the Dirt Alert. Stay with us. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert.
Hi, Dolly. You've got the dirt alert for us. Yes, I do. Give it to sister. <laughs> we promise we won't sing the no, rest of the dirt alert. Oh, no, we I won't. Know it, I know. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the big surprise of the day that Pamela Anderson getting married for the fifth time to Hollywood mega producer John Peters. And we're diving into John Peters's past. So he is a well-known super producer in Hollywood. Right. Funny enough, I was watching the making of the 1989 Batman yesterday, and he was one of the producers right. of that movie. That's right. And he did a lot of working around Hollywood. You know, he started as a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Is it true he's basically Warren Beatty's inspiration for shampoo? He's from the family hair salon. He was the street hot hairstylist. That is true. Yes, that is very much true. And like a dozen years on and off with uh, Barbara Streisand. He's had a very uh, amazing love life. Yes, well, he has been married, John Peters, four times. Five. Well, four. This is the fifth. This is five. Oh, okay. Yes, this is number five. Yes, this is number five. Congratulations. Number five for her. Yes, and congratulations, Mazel, to them. Now, Laura, you did make the observation uh, that Pamela Anderson is. Maybe not the best picker. No, she she hasn't had a good. She's not any. I mean, her last series she boyfriend, this the French one for the player, that went down in a story of flame of cheating, abuse. Yes, it was very bad. And then her relationship, I would argue, was more than friendship with Julian Assange. Assange. Yes, she was with She's Kid the, Rock, Rick Solomon. Tommy Twice, Lee. Tommy, Tommy, oh, oh boy. Anyways, so if we're going, and to, she dated him back in the day when he was mid forties, and she was like, you know, a fresh twenty one, twenty two year old from Canada. Or yes, how old she was yes. when she moved to Hollywood. I think it was right when she moved here. Uh, there are photographs of John Peters and Pamela Anderson holding hands thirty years ago. There are also pictures of the two of them smooching back in two thousand four. So I feel like they've dabbled in the on again, off again world for quite some time right. over the past thirty Do years. Do you think his kids are going crazy right now and made sure that like he's not changing the will or that she's you know he asked her to marry him back in the day. The very first thing when she before she was even a playboy, yeah, and she didn't want to. He was too old for her. She said, and now she said we're more the same age because he's seventy four, and that much closer to the grave, and she's only fifty (laughs) two. Well, as you age, age doesn't matter quite as much. I know, but I mean, I get it, and you know, but that's smart thinking on her part because I would have told twenty two year old Pamela Anderson, yeah, you stick with the. Hotties about your own age. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be dating anybody 45. Well, here's the statement that John Peters made to the Hollywood Reporter about his new marriage. Pamela has never seen... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
her full potential as an artist. Artist, yet ha- she has yet to shine in a real way. Uh, he said, "There's much more to her than meets the eye, or I wouldn't love her so much." He goes on to say, "There are beautiful girls everywhere. I could have my pick." Oh, jeez! I know he did say that. That's really something. <laughs> he did. He goes on. That's a love story. <laughs> he said, "I could have had my pick, but for 35 years, I've only wanted Pamela. She makes me wild in a good way. Is she inspires. I, I, oh, she inspires me. I protect her." And treat her the way she deserves to be treated. Please, Hollywood, speak that statement. Well, that means he's paying for everything, and she won't have any money worries. Uh, I think it's a a win-win for both of them. Because you know where Pamela Anderson is really wealthy? When she's gone. And the reason I know that is I watched her reality show. You're right. And she has it all set up, you know, her merchandise. She doesn't want to do it now while she's alive. But there are so many iconic, amazing, beautiful photos of her that are going to be worth a fortune. And I, you know, I I guess she feels like she could have a Marilyn Monroe legacy in the T-shirt, you know, and all of that thing. I mean... Yeah, very much so. You, we were even talking about the fact that the estate of James Dean is going to resurrect his likeness oh. for video games, for movies, for all of these things. I know, right? So it all is, of these things. She, so yeah, she, I, I, she just had to make that arrangement. And I, she kind of joked about it because she has, you know, I mean, she's not, would we say she's had like a, you know, this amazing acting career? No, she hasn't had like a renaissance as far as like some role or something she's mostly known for her body her body and, and her wires yeah. tattoo and her baby yeah you know so i mean there's not financial stability in that and john peters would i would think he's worth gobs of money oh yeah i mean listen to some of the movies that john peters has produced a star is born back in the 70s mm-hmm. flash dance the witches of eastwick batman batman returns I think he did Superman Returns as well. So, I mean, he is not hurting for the cash. Let's just say that. And he's just probably, you know, he probably like, it certainly sounds like he adores her. Yes. You know. They first met in the mid-80s at the Playboy Mansion. Whoa. He noticed an actress who had just moved to Los Angeles from British Columbia, Canada. Who happened to be 19 and did gorgeous. He said, I walked in and saw this little angel sitting at the bar. (laughs) It was Pammy. She Pammy. Was, <laughs> Pammy. She was like 19. I knew she would be a big star. He said, we ended up living together. Of course, Hugh Hefner loved her and saw her beauty. Mm-hmm. Pamela was a girl who, with no makeup, was gorgeous. She was very smart and very talented. I tried to talk her out of doing Playboy. I said, don't do Playboy. Focus on a serious career. And she said, you're nuts. She wanted to do Playboy. And she went on to do 13 covers. Now, that was John Peters talking about Pamela Anderson back in 2017. Oh, okay. So, that was... They, I mean, you know what? I I hope they're happy, but I hope he's not. Um, I hope he's not a. I hope he's not a mean guy because he's got like some stuff in his past. That yeah, people, he does. Know. So John Peters has been sued at least five times for sexual harassment. These uh, suits happened from 1996 until 2008. He had to pay out a former assistant three million dollars after a sexual harassment trial. So, so he didn't. He thought he could get off of mm-hmm, it, and mm-hmm. whatever the woman had, it was you know good enough. They, do you know what I'm saying? It's yes. like that's a lot of smoke. So then it, I, but I guess he's not in the movie business anymore. 
Maybe he's just going to be, they're just going to go out to Craig's a couple nights a week. He only wants to have sex a couple times a week. And, you know, they're going to travel and just have fun. And she won't have to be an international dancing woman of uh, going into all these countries doing shows. I love (laughs) No, that's what she's been. I'm just saying. <laughs> and by the way, John Peters was married to Leslie Ann Warren. Which was always, she was Miss TV back in the day. That's right. And he had a relationship with Catherine Zeta-Jones at one point in time. He did. Yeah, he yes. is a legendary love life. Yep. Uh, and I don't think he was faithful to Barbara Streisand in their 12-year history together, or whatever it was. No. And uh, following the wedding, Pamela Anderson wrote a poem oh i know this poem is epic it's so do you want to you you don't have to okay i I will say that the end line is god has a plan well i works out for pamela this time yes we all wish them the best of luck now i I hope john peters doesn't catch her in the closet skyping julian assange in the closet or something like that you know (laughs) that could be the end of the god plan Oh, oh my <laughs> word. No, I'm totally. Yep. For Pammy's sake, let's just call her Pammy from it's now a great on. It's Hollywood romance. I is hope that what happy. it is? Well, okay. That's what a friend of theirs told Paige said. Oh, how lovely. Now, uh, Bradley <laughs> Cooper was the star of A Star is Born last year, and his new project is going to be over on Netflix. And didn't John Peters get a producing credit on that? Yes, yes he, he did. did. Yes. yes, he did. Uh, this new project is Bradley Cooper's Leonard Bernstein biopic. Why? I don't know. Why? It's going to be on Netflix. Okay. Interestingly enough, I wonder if Bradley Cooper's going to show up at the Academy Awards. He is nominated this year as a producer for Joker for Best Picture. Well, then he could oh. go. So he could very much go. Wow. Uh, Joker director Todd Phillips is paying a favor and producing this movie for him. But Bradley is going to direct and star in it. Yes, he is. Okay. I, don't I don't know. I don't know enough about Leonard Bernstein. It, it might be life. an amazing story yeah. that we just we don't know, know about. We know his music. Yes, we do. And we know the name. I love the optimist okay. perspective yeah. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be a nap movie. All right. Uh, you're by Talk Traffic. 494 Eastbound, a crash from France Avenue to Normandale Boulevard near Edina. Uh, we also have a crash in Bloomington, 35W southbound from 98th Street to 94th Street. And in Richfield, 62 Eastbound, a crash from Portland Avenue to Bloomington Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, cloudy 17 tonight. Snow showers tomorrow afternoon, a 40% chance of that with a high of 36. Right now, it's 18 with fair skies at the MyTalk studios. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcast right there in your pocket. Download today at MyTalk1071.com. Dead people. Is this a surprise, you guys? No. No, no, because think of what they're I, on with three or more services, and that's just halfway. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, um, if you want what you want, and you think about it, you're going to pay nine dollars. I mean, you pay nine dollars, you go to a movie, and if you can have a streaming service that you can see a bunch of different stuff, big deal. Right. Big deal. Mm, yeah. True. So we're going to see that number go go up. up. We yeah. are, and okay. and I would just recommend for people because. When you see it come through on your credit card sometimes, it's shocking. It's shocking, that's right. Um, So get a hold of that ahead of time. All right, so here is a study, and basically the the entire generation that played Super Nintendo are now parents. Okay. Okay, the first gamer 
what kids are parents. What was the decade that that was in? You don't know? It's, okay. Don't make me do math. All right. Study of Doe. You no know math. that it's Tuesday and I don't want to do math. Nope. Um, no math. So, uh, but their kids would be right now, like between maybe, you know, uh, they're 11 and, you know, 18 or something like that. So the study, because uh, they wanted to, you know, it was from the um, the C.S. Mott Children's Hospital National Poll on Children's Health. And they were interested in it because this entire generation that's played Super Nintendo. And even, you know, you could say kids in, you were the, the whole idea of a con- console has been around for a long time. Oh, the gaming yeah. thing. The GameCube. We had it on before our TV. The Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it, it launched in the United States in 1991. Yeah. But the, 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 as far as devices that you can play on a TV, those have been around for That's decades. Yes. Long yeah. time. Okay. Like 70s. Yeah. Since the 70s. That's exactly right. Yeah. So here is the study of Duh. Nearly nine. Nine in ten parents feel teens are spending too much time on video games. Oh, what? please. Yes. No. Well, not, I don't mean it that way. This is duh. They're, I mean, I was going crazy when my kids were teenagers. Yes. Remember? Yes. Like I, that we damn do. machine has ruined life. <laughs> and then the phone got invented. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. This is true. Uh, people, um, People are worried about that. They don't. They don't like it. The strategies people parents use from gaming too much included in highly encouraging different activities. Seventy five percent of that, and probably at a certain age, you know, there's money that goes along with that. Right. Creating incentives to stop gaming. Mm. Oh, please! Again, paying them. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Hiding the gaming equipment. Oh, I used to take the, and hide the controllers yes. when I'd go to work. Remember that? The consoles or whatever I would hide you the could controllers. hide it. Mm-hmm. My good luck to you. And they said, you know, video games rarely harm or have any kind of an adverse effect on t- teens in moderation. But it's like kids with attention issues can become easily distracted by the stimulus making it easy for them to play for long periods of time. Lori, they they put on headsets and talk to all their friends. Yeah. And play for hours. Yeah, so that is where, you know... It's addictive. They're designed to be addictive, just like our phones. Some of them are winning money doing it professionally. Right. Oh, when I heard that, I almost just... Well, here's what the children. Here's what the the children's health is telling us. Parents, you do play an important role by setting clear rules about appropriate content. Good luck. Control this. Yeah. <laughs> I added wow. that. Okay, I'm wondering what we learned here. How much time is spent on video games concerns? It's still concerning people, even the people who grew up playing games. It does. It's it's and we weren't really, you know, I mean, I mean, I Pac-Man, I feel like, was like an obsession of mine, but only in... If you went in, to a bar. Only to a bar. Because you didn't have that at your home or right. anything. Well, no, I did have a couple friends that had like... Uh, really? They had the Tron things at the college house. Oh, and, okay. You know, people well, that yeah. had the... We know. had Pong. Oh, boop, my God. Boop, 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 yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, so that is so... <laughs> okay, yeah. here we go. Here, now this is a study of... Uh, we'll just call it lethargic living. Okay. Um... Six out of ten adults are too tired to go out, cook dinner, or have sex. Mm, that's that's so true. <laughs> uh, but 
is this every night or is this just one night a week or no when but you're when you are doing it full time it's a lot of energy work, and working yeah. out in household cleaning are the top two activities most frequently avoided according to this study and it's like oh okay. gosh you can talk yourself out of working out so easily Easy. when you have to you know, do other stuff. That's an easy one. Easy, easy, easy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 50% of people said they routinely eat out or order delivery because they are just too damn tired to cook or think of something. Mm. And um, 30% of adults are canceling dates on the regular or other social plans because they just can't bring themselves to leave the house. 30%? Is that a rise or anything? Because I can not, see how that would happen. Not, um, not really. The, the average adult, apparently, we're going to complain three times a day about sluggishness. Sluggishness. Yeah. Mm. You know. Okay. If it's a travel day, you might complain even more. Sure. Um, energy levels are lowest at 2.43 in the afternoon. We've. I believe I complained then. Yes, you did. And... Uh, we're most alert on Saturday afternoon, and we're the most sleepy on Monday afternoon. Duh. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Duh I mean, is right. What do you think about that? Uh, everyone has been told that they have been told at least once they look uh, tired over the course of the last year. Oh, yeah. And most usually from their romantic or their uh, real good friend. Mm-hmm. I think once. I do, That's I only do that. once. I, we do that to each other sometimes. An eighth of people fall asleep on the regular at work. At work they fall asleep? I've wanted to, but you keep throwing mm-hmm. stuff Yeah, I throw pens at you. <laughs> Wake up! Lori, just let me take a nap during... I've got a minute left. Let me go. And 40% of working adults are frequently told they appear grumpy. Now, that will make you grumpy. That if will. If someone says, "You're are you grumpy today or you look grumpy today? That makes me grumpy. Lori, I've done this to you before. Yeah, it really does. It does does make you grumpy. By the way, there's some kind of astrological something, something, and the most affected are Aries, Cancers, and Scorpio. We're going to get through this week together. That's you and your husband. Oh, yes, I know. All right, we're getting through. I didn't have to see him for like four days, so I kind of feel like uh, that was a good... Just astrological happenstance. Yes, you know it was just it was smart on the back end. Something, yeah. So that's what he that's what he said. Uh-huh. Okay, here's my last study of death. Okay. We have time. Um, food fads. The average adult will try 126 different diets during their life. If the old saying is "You are what you eat," adults these days. Uh, we changed quite a lot. 126 different diets. That's a lot. That seems like too much. It does seem like too much. Let Lori. me see I'm who be did really this honest. study. I'm going to be honest. That feels like way too much. I mean, I have been on every diet in my life, and I can't get over probably 35. I mean, if you're calling a diet this week, I'm only going to eat grapefruit. Okay, fine. You yes. know, next week I'm just eating lettuce. Every and time bean you sprouts. declare yourself to be on what kind of a, it might not have. It, okay, it's, you so declare it isn't yourself like a to form diet. Of fad. Right. Okay. Yes. Oh the, my god. Yeah, I know it. Okay, so listen to this. The number one. What do you think is the number one diet that has been tried and tried and tried again? Because maybe number that's one, where the study of does Weight Watchers. No, the diet. Weight Watchers isn't a diet. Remember, okay. it's a lifestyle. Um, Atkins. I'd say Atkins. That's right, Julia. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Which one is that? 
Atkins. Is there a lot of meat? Which one? I don't know which one that is. Atkins. Yeah, you eat um, no carbohydrates. Yeah, no, no carbs. No, no and carbs. it used Atkins is different than keto because keto does some different balancing. But Atkins was like when people when it first came there out. There was a real Dr. Atkins. It and was, and you'd eat burgers and cheese, and you could eat as many as you want. You thought it was revolutionary it because was. it was like, oh, you can eat some good food. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. Just you know. Yep. Okay, so the Atkins. All right, so. Um, then the 5-2 diet, a.k.a. intermenter fasting, which that comes... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And goes on the regular. That's the instrument one. That it instrument used to be called 5-2. Five, 5-2. Two. Five, two. I never did it before. Okay, the cabbage soup diet. Oh, I did that I one. I even remember that I one. Did it. That was at the 80s. It was in the 80s, Ugh. late 80s, early 90s. Cause the I juice pepper cleanse. Never did it, but I remember Marjorie did it. Um, Beyonce did, did it. it. Tam did it. I remember that show, the morning show, when those guys were all on it, they did it. Beyonce did it. I okay. think that's really, And then the keto diet. Those are the five that people know about. But anyway, fad diets, most people don't stick with them more than six days. And uh, more than half of adults are confused about you know, if they've ever even stayed on a fad diet for any sustainable length of <laughs> right. time. Well, this is true. Which is more than six days. Absolutely. By definition. Anyway, I mean. We do a lot of things, Lori, to try. Here, and here's and if head. something new comes out, it's like, this is exciting. I'm going to do this now. Yeah. And people go, their first move is to consult Google and they put in emergency diet. Oh, no, I've <laughs> never in my life done that. Yes. And Never. Then, no, no. That's the majority of people. They consult Google and put an emergency diet. Okay. That's and then. Um, not a good idea. Huh? That can't be a good idea. We Google everything. I know. Yeah, we do. We Google everything. Yeah, we do. Uh, and then the other one, the other go to one is um, uh, they see what their favorite celebrity eats, and one in 20 are willing to eat a tapeworm. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be honest. If I knew a tapeworm oh. would go in, do its job, <laughs> and then release Lordy, Lordy. itself, oh, and I wouldn't have to have ongoing issues, I would do it. Oh. I tried, I think, to eat a tequila worm, thinking that would work, uh, and I just got what? sick. I, that is, I mean, seriously. Yeah. 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 Other, well, you know, it's a worm. Yeah, well, you're like, oh, God, okay. maybe it'll ca- catch on to something in my gut. <laughs> Just attach. Just attach. Oh, boy. All right, listen, we got to go. We'll be right back. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I mean, oh, God, the Chinese are spying on through that app. 
Well, apparently I read something that people are just going to be able to look at you and know everything about you in not too long. Well, that's like our book today that we had on yeah. followers. Oh, my gosh. The book I mean, today, followers, is something. That, I can't believe that it hadn't been optioned by I the time it. we talked to that author because it is like such a cautionary tale about uh, technology and where it's all leading us. And then imagining in 40 years, 2051. That's 30 years. 30 is that 30 years? years? Yeah, 31 years. Yep. You're going to have access at some point in our life. So you're just going to have, you're going to be standing You'll up just straight. Have you to don't look have to down look at, at your, your phone. hand. You aren't going to have right. to look at your phone. It's going to be something that's going to... Or it might gonna, even be implanted oh, in your... Yeah. It'll be implanted. It's oh, going to no. be copy no. that's going to shoot across one of your eyes. <laughs> One of the uh, episodes of uh, what's that show on uh, from from Britain that we uh, has all the weird plots to it? Uh, Black Black, Black Mirror. Hawk Mirror, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, one of the episodes, Dallas Bryce Howard was. Oh in it, yes. And everything you did in life, you got a rating. Yes. And if you didn't have a certain rating, you couldn't move into a certain apartment. Everything oh. you did was being monitored monitored and you were getting rated yeah it was freaky yeah i know that's that's kind of a little bit of the idea in 2051 and this followers but something else happens between 2016 and 2051 that julia and i are three-fourths of the way through the book and and we still don't don't know know. exactly what that thing is that catapults this whole new world, which is kind of like what you're saying, this black mirror, where uh-huh. it's really flipping the mirror on the whole idea. It's more fun than we're making it sound, though. Oh, she's it's such so a good-, good. I think that's what it is, but I just wrote something on a note, but I want to give it away to anybody. All right, um, let me just say, Okay, Julia. so Sam, Donnie po- posted the Doritos Super Bowl 2020 commercial from Sam Elliott. Yeah, I like it. He's, I mean, nobody does cowboy better, even though he's in his whatever 70s now. Between that voice, you put a hat on somebody, you really can look hot for a lot longer, and you can yeah. grow a great if mustache. You, if you wear a cowboy hat, yeah, yeah. it can I'm just start wearing a cowboy okay. hat. Grow mustache. Well, I bought Donnie. <laughs> I did buy something. I brought my turban. My everyday turban, a lightweight cotton one when we were at Parvana in Beverly Hills. Oh, oh did you wear it to there? No, no. Oh, no. I could have worn it today because my hair looks like it should be you covered. You should have worn your uh, turban today. You would have felt tr- so glamorous. Très chic. Très chic, I know. She, 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 darling. Beverly Hills. I know. Anyways. Jeez. I should have. Sex Education is back if you watch that on I've Netflix. i watched the first three already. Yeah, that's oh, on season Netflix. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Season two, Gillian Anderson. That is one of my, that was one of our favorite shows of last winter. You guys liked it. I, oh, I, I watched never watched it. I watched one or two, and then I just, I don't know why. Julia, a sex therapist, and it then is one character, and then it's set in high school. I'm, And then That's it's so in yours. England. It's so me. The only thing this show is missing, it, there's no violence in the right. show. Good. Yeah, but it is really good. Oh, I think it's great. Such a great coming it, of age. It's great when a high school kid turns out to be a sex counselor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. And she threw out, she didn't even want to do it. No, that's what whoever she Whoever her partner is, who is I don't it again? know. Julian her. Anderson, yeah, that's right. She threw away the script. But who, are, who is she with? Uh, that's what I, I want to know. know. Well, let's look it My up. partner said, take it out of the trash and look at it a bit more seriously. And then she read it again, and she f- then saw where it was incredibly hilarious. You know, and Sam Rockwell say, uh, thanked Leslie Bibb. Thanks for spending Christmas vacation in bed, lying in bed with me reading scripts. 
He did say that. He You're did right. Say that. Okay. I've never read a script. Like I don't know like what it is to have a good script eye because no. uh, reading that, but it does seem like it could be tedious, hit and miss, and fun all at the same well, time. It's a lot of reading. It's yeah. Morgan something. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. is? But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Morgan is his last name. They're, they've been going the out guy. since 2016. Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. She really is beautiful. We've known this. Robert Downey Jr., he's, he's in an interview that he did before Doolittle opened. He let everybody know he's hung up his guns as Tony Stark. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have. And uh, he's <laughs> personally alighted to greener pastures. Maybe his publicist helped him say that in light yeah. of they were thinking <laughs> the green pastures of Doolittle were going to be really, really good. Yeah, I this think... This now is a stale story. It's very stale. Because, um... But we talked to our cousins, Lori, when yeah. we were in both of the girls, and one is 16 and one is 10, or 9. Is Lila in double? She's 9. 9. Okay, and Violet, and they both want to see Doolittle. Yeah. So, I that, think people still want to see it. Well, they will, mm. but it's just... Not yeah. as big of an audience because yeah. maybe older kids that would know. I, it just I, isn't yeah. there. It's no, just not there. No, no, no. Daddy, what movies? You told us you went to a movie over the weekend, but we never talked about it yesterday. Oh, uh, Just Mercy. Oh, you saw oh, that. Yeah, I've always seen it. Yeah, I recommend it highly, don't you? Oh, I want to see yeah, that. Daddy, I, for movie. the life of me, I cannot understand why they didn't get their act together for yeah, award show know. season because that is the kind of yeah. movie. That does very well, yeah. and yeah, I thought I the know. performances of Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan, yes, both excellent, were really good. And uh, you know, you see the uh, it'll make you angry when you see oh, I the, know. the injustice. That yeah, has been oh, for sure. Yeah, but it's a wonderful. It movie. It is a wonderful movie, yeah. and you know what? Who who knows? Maybe they just decided they wanted to let the story speak for itself, or yeah, maybe they just yeah. didn't get the. Things out of there was it money behind it? I don't know. It's Michael B. Jordan produced that movie though, and he's, right. he's got uh, mo- uh, money now and some clout because of Black, Black Panther. Panther. Mm-hmm. It's all about the box office, baby. I guess. Holy you know? Toledo! So if you it's can, about- I mean, that's what your manager can really use. To, uh, here's how much money. Anyway, poor, poor uh, Taylor Swift. Okay, she and we are news, still you know, about her mom. Yeah, her mom's been fighting breast cancer for a while. I feel like she let us know about that maybe nine months ago or something. Longer and, than that. Yeah, and now they found a tumor in her brain. Yep. So that's sad. That's why her she's mom not is super doing, young. That's why she's not going on a full tour of Lover. That's what she said. Mm. And they, she's not letting people not say it. They brought up the, the Kanye VMAs. And she answered the question as a teenager who'd only been in country music. Sent me the message, you're not respected here, you shouldn't. It really played a game on her psyche, but I wish she'd quit talking about it. She should just tell her publicist, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, here's what I want to say.